You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. To, you have to walk away the second when time. you've got to give up the game of cards you're playing <laughs> and you have to leave when when your wife is calling you <laughs> saying come on home hey you honey you've been at the uh casino all day could you please come home and pay attention to your children i loyal listeners know that i love the film molly's game yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loyal listeners End of sentence. know that. End of sentence. <laughs> End of sentence. Uh, Lillian, based on your reaction, we're not going to talk about it any further. No, please, Kelly, tell tell the listeners all about Molly's game. It's a it's a really sensitive. There is there. It's I think that gambling addiction is dealt with very deftly. Mm. Powerful. Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, hi everyone, welcome to FOH. Uh, I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is an addiction recovery podcast. Um, Actually, I have an I have an AA one. I have an AA one. An AA what one? What do you mean, service story? No. Um, for our topic, I don't want no spoilers. Okay, but that literally is a spoiler, though. But okay. Um, no spoiler of what the topic is. <laughs> um okay great so kelly uh you know this is how the show goes kelly and i give a little info about how we're doing if we have a service story we tell you about it this is for me only and then we have a we have a subject more or less so uh with that in mind kelly how are you i am good i am Mm. a little bit under the weather yes um so if my voice sounds a little deeper and sexier that's it does why. actually it sounds really good i know it does sound good i actually kind of am sad that this is what it took vocal fry is off the charts yeah i like where it's at right now but um not worth it yeah but a little bit worth it well, um yeah but other than that good um just Getting ready for the holidays. Got winter cocktails going on the menu. Mm, Got people asking me to cat sit their cats. Yeah, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. That's fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I am just fine. Um, Yeah, just kind of a wacky. Yeah, the holidays are fast approaching. I bought my ticket to come to New York City. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to come visit. Only there for, as Kelly reminded me, 72 hours, which is very stressful, but we're going to make it work, everybody. And um, yeah, I'm generally feeling good. I just have to grade like 50 intense projects in like a day. And um, that's all I got to do. You know, that's fine. And that's fine. And we love to do that on top of a full 50 so i would yeah i would do like 10 a's yeah 20 b's yeah i'm gonna pull them out of a hat seven c's yeah you know just that yeah i mean the the what i really like to see is when students uh pander to me and my interests and mm-hmm. when they and as a means of getting a good grade because it works every time you know i'm like 
Yes, that is something crazy I said in class. Thank you for including that in your project. Mm -hmm. Might want to fact check that before you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead and give it a fact check. (laughs) Yes, this came up recently between us, which is that I mentioned to Lillian (laughs) because I went to a Friendsgiving that was on the 60th anniversary of uh, the JFK assassination. And I was like, then on Thanksgiving morning, I was like, oh, geez. I remember that I browned out and talked about Jack Ruby's bestiality. And Lillian said, what are you talking about? And I said, well, I've heard that. And then Lillian mentioned it at her Thanksgiving. It's a sick sickness we both have. And it's it's that Kelly says, no, this was the text message. It wasn't, that was a <laughs> sophisticated retcon of the fucking what happened was Kelly texted me just remembered I told someone that Jack Ruby fucked a dog like that's what Kelly texted me out of nowhere it's like 10 a.m I was like LMAO what the fuck are you talking about and um and then yes I was like is that true I've never heard that um and then because again this is a the theme is we both like to be shocking. And then Mm -hmm. I look at that, I said, here's my challenge for myself tonight. How can I work this into my Thanksgiving dinner at the table? And by work it in, I just mean I said it kind of, there's not really like a natural. No, nothing, nothing builds into, (laughs) flows into, did you know Jack Ruby fucked dogs? Maybe. Uh, Did you know that maybe might have happened? Might have happened. This sort of schizo schizo effective podcaster that I listen to sometimes mentioned it once on his podcast. Um, it was not <clears throat> super well received in the way that uh, nobody really knew who Jack Ruby was, which made it that's awesome so much weirder. Um, <laughs> so cool, actually. That makes it so crazy. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, it's the best possible outcome. They're like, what? Lillian knows a guy who fucked dogs? He's dead now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so anyways, there's nothing I won't do uh, for a laugh slash humiliate myself and others. Oh, anyways. According to Mike Judge, who I do trust, mm, okay. Jack Ruby was like 80 IQ, disgusting little freak. Why does Mike Judge know this? Well, he's also a disgusting little freak, but he has like a 300 IQ. Okay. Or he's a charlatan and actually I have no idea, but I okay. think he's really smart. I believe it. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, do you have a service story or? <laughs> or moving right along. Um, yes. So I told Lillian this, but my restaurant did a little pop-up in Philly um just like bar came down i made two cocktails and uh the kitchen came down and made a couple couple dishes for this new 
brewery restaurant place in Philly. Um, mm -hmm. And it was very cute. The, the physical, the physical bar is really cute. And friend of the podcast and my personal ex Marcus came by and that was personal very sweet. Ex. <laughs> yeah. My personal life. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I was telling Lillian this, it was very funny because a, I've never been so desexualized by an environment. Like it was just like all Philly dudes who were literally like, I think because I was wearing my like wide leg reformation trousers oh, and a little yeah. chore coat. They were oh, like, yeah. get away from me. Yeah, the chore coat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, a cute look, obviously, but. Yeah. Well, they weren't even like get away. That's what I was saying to Lillian is like, I think like sometimes, sometimes men want to fuck me. Sometimes men are bothered by my presence and they're, I, I annoy them. But that's kind of the horseshoe theory is like, they're like, Ugh, she's so loud. She has tattoos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These yeah. guys were just like, I think it's because maybe that's how like public school teachers dress in Philly because of like teach for America vibes. But anyway, regardless. <laughs> and um, what are two, you talking about? Okay. <laughs> You know, white savior stuff. Well, I, These no, men were all I, white, to be no, clear. I, that's what, okay. <laughs> I understood that immediately. Okay. Okay. But, okay. Uh, and I understand why it just, it's funny that like, it would be like, no, she's a public school teacher. It's a no. Okay, go she's ahead. a public school teacher. Yeah. Um, so I had two cocktails that I brought down you know tasty little numbers i'm sure and they were just immediately derided <laughs> immediately and i was just like yeah uh but stop me if i'm wrong i mean this isn't like you're going into like an eagles bar you know what i mean it's it's, it's, no, you know, no. it's, a, it's like a new american brew pub like it's like it's not you know what i'm saying it's like a trendy rich literally white this guy. place is three months old the mm -hmm. amount of merch lillian oh my god it's like you know yeah. what i mean like it looks like when you have to walk through the duty free like it's like there's yeah. so <laughs> much it's falling off the walls like it's like and I'm like, you you guys are acting like there's like some purity to your project. And then I'm like, yeah, why are you guys selling of, Chanel perfume here? Very weird. Um, <laughs> very weird. Uh, uh, so yeah. it was just very funny because I was like, oh, what's my role here? <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. You know, because if they want to be like, eh, the girl, the broad doesn't know how to bartend. I would be fine with that if they were like, she's too pretty for all that. Of course. But they were just like, they were just like, this makes no sense. And I was like, well, it tastes good, right? Like, it makes a certain amount of sense. I don't know. God. That's disappointing. But ultimately, it was fine. All right. And also then the next day we went and got Vietnamese food, which mm. in New York is like... You really have to seek out. Yeah. Like, it's not one of our go-tos. I got some of the best pho that I've ever had in my wow. entire life. It was so good because yeah. little hack, if you ever go to Cafe Non in South Philly, you can just get a side of bone marrow and they just bring you like a little cup and it's like semi-melted bone marrow. And you just dump it in so it just gets extra fatty, the broth. Whoa whoa so freaking good that sounds really good it was delicious damn dog 
All right. Um, service story for me, I usually try to tie in like a restaurant bar experience since I'm not in the industry at the moment, but I like that you're really giving, breaking it down. You're really Kelly. breaking down. Kelly, you know what I realized listening to some of our episodes recently? I said, if we're trying to get and maintain new listeners. Oh, true. This is incorrect. It's two insights. Take one listen and you're like, what the fuck is going on? You know what sure. I mean? So sometimes I'm good. I'm bringing it back to the beginning. No, I appreciate that. You're right. Okay. You're right. No, that's all right. It does seem strange, but this is why. Um, but I don't have one right now because I haven't been doing anything. Uh, so I just want to say that I had a cervical experience in the, in, in the um, way that I, uh, my sinks got backed up in my kitchen and I called my, because I made so much Thanksgiving food. I did. So I did do something psychotic actually, which was, I went to Thanksgiving at someone's house. And because I usually host, I came home to no thing to no leftovers. And so I said, what if I just, I mean, I'm getting sick and you know what a good thing to do when you're getting sick is, is to make an entire Thanksgiving meal for yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did do that. And in the process, what? Smart. Thank you. In the process, um, I did get sick. And then I also uh, shoved so much uh, like peels of produce into my garbage disposal that I did end up clogging in the pipes, right? Mm-hmm. Again, something normal that happens from time to time, an uh, ambitious young woman cooking too much, mm-hmm. things happen. Um, the pipes got a little clogged, I guess, whatever, who knows? Garbage disposals aren't city girl things. We don't know how to work them. So uh, I call my landlord. He comes over again. I have never called again. I've never said this in my life because it's boring. I've never called my landlord for anything. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm perfect, beautiful renter. I do everything perfectly. He comes over. We've always had a great relationship. Chatty. He's a, you know, obviously a pig, but like, we're fine. Would recommend to other people. So then he comes over and he's like getting like. There's no specific reason to be an antagonist to your landlord simply because the landlord's class is bad. Like, it's like, you don't want to make your own life harder. No, of course. I'm just saying, like, even, he wasn't even, like, we've had perfectly fine conversations. And he's not Dennis. (sighs) I love Dennis. I miss Dennis, my old landlord in New York. Um, crazy out of his mind. Should probably be. Dennis was crazy. Dennis was, is, and hopefully is still crazy. Um, but, um, but, uh, Diego, my loner here, um, very understanding and has been very kind until smash cut this week. He's so pissed about this situation, which is like, okay, you can be annoyed that this is happening, but also like, it's an accident. Like, it's like, It's a fucking accident. And all he had to do was, God forbid, about an hour of manual labor of like dealing with the pipes. And he, Kelly, got it escalated to. So it started with him being like, it's like a child. What you did is like when a child shoves a toy down a down like a like a drain or a pipe. It's like that's what this is. And I was like, um, Okay, it's actually just that I um, just happened to put a little too much food in the garbage disposal. Like that's actually that's actually what happened. Um, it's not like I'm intentionally because I'm so stupid, um, sort of aimlessly because I'm learning about situational and spatial sort of. That's not what's happening. Uh, then he calls me down. I'm in my office doing work because I work from home now, and he's like, 
Lillian come down, basically calls me down multiple times to like, look at what I've done. Like I'm a dog to like, look at the pipe. I'm like, yep, looks like it's clogged. Again, we do know what happened here. We, there is no mystery to kind of- It wasn't what happened. No, it's it's, fix the issue. And you just sort of make it, I haven't been able to wash my dishes in a few days. So he's really upset. I keep saying, totally understand, won't happen again. Very sorry. I'm again, cool as a cucumber. Then I hear him puffing and puffing downstairs. I'm like, what in God's name is going on? He's opening my dishwasher, which loyal listeners know I don't use. And he's like, what's going on with this dishwasher? Why are there all these things in here that have food on them? I was like, well, Diego, here's the thing. I haven't been able to wash my dishes for like three days. So I stored temporarily my dirty dishes in the dishwasher because I have nowhere to put them. I cook every day, multiple times a day. And he's like, you are disrespecting my property you, he starts railing into me. He's like, look at your refrigerator. I have like one of those stainless steel refrigerators. It has like a little smudge on it because I just haven't wiped it down this week. And he's like, this is like, he's like, look at all of these things that are wrong. Like you are, you are disrespecting my property. You're not taking care of this apartment. I was like, whoa, dude. I was like, that's a not true. B it's not disgusting slob. Like my, my apartments, I keep, I keep it very clean and tidy. And I, Kelly, I got so fucking mad because I was like, I'm, I was like, Hey Diego. I was like, I'm a grown woman. I was like, do not speak to me like this. I was like, I said, I was sorry for what happened. I was like, it's a mistake for you to come in here and tell me that I'm bad at keeping my space clean, that I'm disrespecting your property. I was like, that is completely unfair and disrespectful to me. And I cannot believe you're treating me this way. I was like, are you fucking insane, dude? Do you think I'm not going to say something? Like I was like, and, and then he go, comes back at me. He's like co- coming back at me too. And I get so mad that I'm about to cry, which is like, ladies, you know, this one kind of the worst thing in the world to happen because I'm losing control. He's like, how can we fix this? How can we make this end? I was like, we can't, I'm like, there is no, I'm like, you when you enter into now you have you're in a dark place Diego because I will never forgive nor will I forget and I will wish you harm until the end of your days because that's what happens when you do something like that to me so it's like you'll never be removed off that list that's for life and he left and I was like well I cried for a long time because it's like the injustice it, like, it hit so many boxes it was like class stuff like me oh I also was like Diego I work two jobs I'm sick right now I'm sick and I work two jobs I haven't had time to wipe down the front of my fridge this week fuck off I didn't say fuck off but I'm like it's so disgusting and like fucking condescending and shitty and violent and fucking classes to come in here and say like you're a disgusting pig stupid little fucking idiot who fucked up this stuff and how dare you isn't that crazy That's crazy. And it's also like, truly, like, he should not, it's just crazy that like, just the premise of renting, of course, we all know this, like, it's crazy that this person has access to your home at all. I know, I can't even say get out of my house. It's like, ugh, the most satisfying line to say of all time. Um, Crazy. Crazy. So anyways. truly like, I'm like, I know other people are worse. Oh, uh, he comes 
this is the thing, Diego, I know you're fucking lying to me because every time you come into my house, you say, oh my God, this, I can tell you're a New Yorker. This place looks amazing. You do such a beautiful job with the apartment, bitch. I know you're lying. I know what my house looks like, babe. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, sorry to rant on about this, but it was so insane. And I was like, you know, as I've always said, I'm a, we cannot be in trouble. No. You as a grown person, you can never be in trouble. And I'm not about to be in trouble. Like I was like, absolutely not. Not on my watch. Anyways. Not on my fucking watch. So I do, <clears throat> I do wish him the worst and um, I will figure out a way to uh, get even. Uh, I don't have time to figure that out right now, but I will trust. If there are copper pipes in that apartment, <laughs> Diego, you can kiss those. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh God, if I were in therapy, I would work out why I cried so much, but you know, we'll never know. Um, Fuck him. No, 100%. Um, My (laughs) landlord, this is just a sidebar, and I might have even mentioned this on the podcast before because it bothers me so much. He texts me and my roommate Mm -mm. on the, the end of every month, the 30th or the 31st to say, good morning, just a reminder to pay your rent tomorrow. Because we yep. zell him. There's no like, you know, whatever. We've yeah. never been late, to be yeah. clear. Right. It's We've just kind been... of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. yeah, rent pretty much structures my life. Yeah. I'm aware. So I'm aware. I'm, aware. I'm not going to forget, but I do appreciate your thoughts. Thank you, Domingo. Thank you so much. You absolute freak of nature. Um, Anyways, um, so I'm doing fine besides that and a couple other things. Okay. Um, let me, um, eh. okay. Let's move on to our incredible topic this week. Kelly came up with a genius premise and we're all so, should be so thankful that she is in our lives. Sure. Um, absolutely true. I, I won't say that I love, so Hallmark movies are, and there, I have a lot of interests like this actually, where it's like, in reality, in practice, I don't actually like them that much, but I like the idea of being someone who likes them. Yeah. I get that. Sports is a huge one for me. Same. Um, Actually in Philly, the 76ers were playing a game, which is basketball. I'm aware. I was not trying to do a sports ball moment. But the 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 chef came out of the kitchen and and he was like, oh, they got the game on. And I was like, oh, yeah, and the Phillies are winning. And he was like, totally. I don't know about sports either. And I was like, why did he say? Oh. And truly in my head, I was like, why did he say that when I said? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The right thing. And then he walked away and I was like, why did two I was sitting with my boss? I was like, why did he say that? I was like, that's the name of the team. And she was like, no, it's not. And I was like, oh, because the Phillies are the hockey team here. And she was like, Phillies are the baseball team. And it's like. Yeah, it's, um, <clears throat> yeah I like to overstate this. I really this. was not trying to do. No, I, believe I, was, you. I believe you. I believe you. I will I will back Kelly up on this. Uh, I did have a man say to me something about like, I think he did actually say sports ball to me. And I was like, that is, get away from me. It's fine get, to not be in sports for men. 100%, but I'm that's like, fine. Do not speak to me like that. It's like, don't be, don't, don't act as if, don't take it on as a trait that I, you, I will say, 
being in Philly, they really like the Eagles. That is not yeah. a joke. They no. love yeah. the Eagles. Don't you they? have to, for your own safety, you have to be into sports. They love yeah. it. I know. I don't know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It was like just regular guys. Like I would see that men walking with their girlfriends and their girlfriends had cute outfits on. <laughs> and then the men were just wearing an Eagles jersey over a hoodie. That's and I was so like, sick. now I know that was a fight. Like, I know this didn't yep. just happen because I know your girlfriend was like, Can, we're going to lunch. Can you put on a, a collared shirt or even just really a nice Henley tee? That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. A sweater. And he said, no, nah, babe. I'm wearing this. Um, because if he doesn't, they're going to lose. That's real. And that's real. I mean, to be fair. I'm not going to deny the, I'm not going to deny that. Um, okay. Anyway, okay. Hallmark movies are one of those things that, uh, I, every year I'm like, these are so fun. These are so cute. And then I go to sit and watch one. They are written for people who've experienced traumatic brain injuries, people who still believe in heterosexual love people who i guess their attention span haven't been that damaged by tiktok like i don't even understand the audience so every year it is a struggle for me to actually enjoy a hallmark movie but i like them in theory yes same and i do believe i could write several iconic hallmark movies as Again, this is a loyal listener, you know, show episode, but um, Kelly and I have given to this world, we have birthed so many screenplays, TV pilots, I mean, multi, multi-million dollar ideas on this podcast for free, for free. For free. And, and yet again, we deliver those today, so. I don't even want to say, it's really like, if you went through the archives of this and wrote out every idea we had, you could revamp Hollywood, I'm, remake it. Yes. Multiple billion dollar projects. I'm not kidding. I agree. I, I'm being so I, serious. I, I, no, I know you are, but I'm also, I'm also being sincere and I want to echo your sincerity. <laughs> I'm being I, I, That's real. That is real. We literally could change the face of, of stage and screen. Oh, I so um so I said Lillian let's do a couple restaurant themed Hallmark Christmas movies oh Christmas right yes well no, I mean it could that be was a theme yes you're correct yes I that makes could sense be because it's a Christmas... restaurant theme rom-coms 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 whatever no I like that it's Christmas I can do that also <laughs> go ahead I like that it's Christmas actually well it could be it doesn't have to be Christmas because the thing is is Sometimes it's just, sometimes Christmas is kind of a loose theme in these movies anyway. Oh, always, yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, someone mentions, it. like it's cold and then someone mentions like, oh, by the way, Christmas and you know, the pageant. The snowflake uh, fundraiser. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Great, great. Um, I feel like you really need to start. You need to go first, please. Start us off. Okay. So get, what's, so, so are you going to, you're going to say this like, Okay. So I'm just going to break down the plot of yeah, a couple. So I'm so nervous right now because I feel like I have not done an adequate prep right now. Th- seeing this. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to, you know, it's okay. my bet. I got to lay in it. So, okay. My AA one, which I think is really good. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. 
is that I think there is, there's kind of an ornery bar owner. He's a man. Maybe actually it could be set in Philly. I actually like this. Okay. Yep. It's set yeah, in yeah, Philly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the owner of like, it's his family's bar. They've owned it for 60 years. Things are yep. changing around the neighborhood. Yes. Yep. And he's kind of like, he's kind of like, this bar will never change. This bar will never change. We're always going to be serving Schlitz and, you know, whatever. I don't yes. know what Philly stuff is. Whatever. And there's this, stuff's changing in the neighborhood. And there's this young woman who comes in all the time. She's beat. She does a lot of community outreach. She's mm. maybe a social worker or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, he, and, and and they have kind of a contentious, not contentious, but it's, you know, he's always kind of ribbing her because yeah. he's like, you know, these old the world's not. Yeah. Right. These old dogs, they're not going to change. You want these guys, you know, oh, hey, you're not going to get these guys to do to replace beer with CBD. Come on. Yoga. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But then. She is one of her community outreaches is maybe she does this AA meeting for, and it probably has to be for like parolees because they have yeah. to do it. Right. And then they meet in the church, but then it's Christmas. So the church says, we're going to be chock-a-block full. You can't meet. And she's mm-hmm. like, these guys, they're going to violate parole if they don't go to this AA meeting. Like, what are we going to do? And she's trying to figure it out. She's trying to figure it out. I mean, yeah, this is good. Lillian. Yeah, this is good. I'm I'm hooked. And she's like talking to the bar owner. He's like, boy, that's tough. <laughs> that's my Philly accent. And he's like, oh. and he's, mm-hmm. and maybe he's even kind of like a hard line. He's like, maybe, you know, don't do the crime if you can't do yeah, the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And she's saying, you don't understand. You don't understand. And then she comes in on Christmas Eve. She's fret. She's so yeah. upset. She, I don't know what I'm going to do for my guys. This is so upsetting. I'm just so worried about them. And he says, all right, you know what? You have it here. And she's like, no. And then she comes in the next day. And not only is he saying, have the AA meeting here, he's taken all the liquor bottles down. He's taken all the signs down. Uh-huh. He said, I made it a really safe space for these guys. Mm-hmm. She said, wow, you have a big heart. And he said, you know what? Because I love my community. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then they make out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Pretty much it. But in my head, he's really old. No, he's not that old because it's his family's bar. He's so it's like his dad. It's like his grandfather owned it initially. He's like forty. I think it was maybe the voice. Okay, okay, okay. No, that makes sense. Well, he's sick right now. No, you're right. This is sickness that's making me think old man. You're right. He's like forty. He might even be thirty-five. Okay, let's say thirty-five. Hey, that's great, Kelly. I love that. And then then it turns out they both care about the community, but it's just in different different ways. ways. So that would 100% be a plot, except it would need to um, have less character development and, Mm -hmm. um, and it would need to be um, much more boring, but I think the core of it. uh, Yeah, no, I did watch a hall. I I watched a Hallmark movie last year as a, as a joke with a friend, like over the phone. We were like, what if we live texted this Hallmark movie? 
uh, both of us are hysterical people. And I was like, it was so tediously boring that I could barely get a good joke. The jokes per minute yeah. weren't flying because it's, there's no, so, that's oh, what you're hoping. Yeah. You're hoping that it's like going to be like, this is so darn hokey. It's just fucking boring. There's all, it's, it's just, like, I know this shit is cast by AI, but it's like, has anybody heard of like a chemistry test? They don't even do that for big blockbusters anymore, big budget movies. So why, mm-hmm. you know? Anyways, um, well, that's incredible. <clears throat> okay, I would say mine are more sort of like I'm going to a meeting and they say like, pitch us a bunch of ideas off the top of your head. That's kind of the vibe. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay. Um, the first one is, um, and I really also kind of just mostly focused on the title. So the first one is, yeah, perfect. okay, uh, it's the holiday season coming up and um, <laughs> coming, coming right up okay, the yeah. holiday season. Uh, and just around the corner, we have Christmas and the movie is, the title of the movie is called On the Rocks. Okay. Love it. Immediately, I'm hooked. Great. Okay. How about this? Um. A streetwise construction worker named Dan is renovating a local bar once again, a family business. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's sort of this um, sort of an uptight type A uh, bar owner, Maggie. She's kind of mm-hmm. taken over. I think she honestly, she had another vision of her life that she, Ooh, yeah, you know, but she tried to get away from the family business, right. but they. She has to come back because one of her siblings isn't fulfilling their promises to the family. So she's because she's responsible. She's sort of a Michael Corleone, but not evil. One hundred percent. And the plot you'll see mirrors that in many ways. <laughs> when when it's revealed she's had an abortion, she slaps herself. It's a striking, it's a absolutely, the the darkness that Maggie <laughs> ascends. She, it's a portrait of madness, of, <laughs> of female madness. A Doris Lessing-esque <laughs> portrait. Okay. <laughs> it's the fifth child but in hallmark style um basically and this is where the double this is where the meaning and the title comes from is dan works with a lot of sheetrock and maggie she's got some ice behind the bar And that's kind of where that comes from. Um, I'm imagining in this <laughs> renovation, there are some back and forth. And Dan actually gives her a lot of great ideas on how to bring her family together through this reimagined space, you know, and how do we satisfy her talents? I am imagining maybe she wanted to be an interior decorator. Dan encourages those skills to come out in mm-hmm. this, you know, mm-hmm. through this renovation. Another hallmark of Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Yes is the working class guy who is um kind of like he's actually mm-hmm. the real 
eye for design. You know what I mean? Like specifically that though, it's not like, oh, he's actually has like hidden depths. It's like they're revealed specifically through him being like, kind of having like a little like home decor flair. <laughs> you know he's like, like, oh, be like he makes beautiful floral arrangements it's like totally. why would that be totally or he'll be like i wouldn't wear that sweater with the or like something right. like oh that that upholstery is not quite the right material whatever yeah they're like yeah. i guess he is a little gay oh <laughs> they're like sensitive that's the vibe and uh there is actually literally before you even said that remark that hurtful remark about the godfather just kidding i did i was like and there has to be sometimes there's like this other because there's always like 16 different micro plots going on in these for no fucking reason it's not like abc it's like it's like a through fucking right. like you know x and it's like and one of them will be a little bit of a thriller aspect because there is a mob tie or an, in, Ooh, an interaction yeah they do like a like a, a slightly comedic mob tie yes so there's definitely a character the, the comedic relief is this you know kind of like a, a non-threatening italian guy also if you guys don't watch these movies i'm just remembering one that i attempted to watch last year and i don't think i ended up finishing is like this woman was a literal puppeteer and then that didn't work out for her so she had to move home and then starts working in the fucking parking lot that sells christmas trees and then i think there was like some mobbed up element of it oh my, i have like, to find it i'll send it to you i'll send it to like, you i have to find this like, one that, it was think, that's not something i imagined no and the thing is that happened to somebody because like yeah. that like that is somebody so specific actual story they're like because they to... could have just made her be like a failed actress no 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 and the thing is it's like somebody's sister went to clown school in burlington vermont mm -hmm. it didn't work out and then yeah. she has she has to do an embarrassing job over christmas break and then they write this and everyone thing. sees her and oh good disgraced puppeteer i mean you know like wow you really dug deep that is um redundant diary redundant. okay okay please go kelly okay this is one that i think is actually really good and i've i've been trying to workshop variations of this with my roommate actually so we can make a million dollars um but again giving it away for free right now on this podcast everyone is welcome everyone's welcome to it so basically this is um so there's a new york transplant so also getting snowed in, and I and I wrote this down, it's in my notes. Getting snowed in is is very important mm -hmm. uh to the Hallmark movies. We're gonna have to update that for climate change. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how Fires. it's gonna happen. They ever get fired in. Fire I, that's what I wrote is late season hurricane question mark. <laughs> um and um uh, so this one is she's a New York transplant. It's her first Christmas in New York, and she just has been but she gets snowed in. So 21st, 22nd, 23rd, she's been just getting Uber Eats. Mm. And uh, and she keeps getting the same Uber Eats driver. He's a Muslim guy. Okay. And then on the 23rd, he's kind of like, what's up with you, dude? Like, you seem a little yeah. down. He's hot, by the way. Obviously. And um, just so it's not creepy. Yeah. And um, yeah. human resources. Yeah. You know I mean? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um. And 
And she's like, well, this is my situation. I'm a transplant, blah, blah, blah. And he says, you know, you may not be able to spend Christmas with your family, but there are so many other wonderful ways to spend the holidays in New York. Mm. And he says, 24th and 25th, you can come with me and we'll go to Sunset Park or Queens or, you know. Yeah. Staten Island mm -hmm. and see all the other wonderful traditions that people celebrate outside of the Christian faith. Wow. And they fall in love. God, you have to. And then it cuts to the next Christmas. Blended family. Ugh. You know? I love that. That's going to be beautiful. That is going to be beautiful. I mean, a bunch of Democratic voters. It's Yes. You know? Wow, and they got a dog. It's giving like um, what was that movie, The Beautiful Exotic Marigold Hotel? Oh, like a West the Wes Anderson thing? No, no, no. This was no, it's that kind of sounds like Wes Anderson, but this is like more like my mom. I can't say it's like a classic mom because it's such a specific, but it's like if your mom is if you grew up in Evanston, your mom loved this movie. Um okay. it's like the best exotic marigold hotel. It's four white british people and i think it's like judy dench are they all really old they're all old white people it's like the four yes. old white british people you would think it would be of they go to a hotel in india dev patel runs it obviously really and then they kind of learn oh my god and that's the plot of the movie and they learn and they learn and you watch them learn and if you're wondering how successful this movie was it has a sequel oh my god because of women like Mary Lawler, who said, this was a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, my dad tried to get me to watch the Kaminsky method for years. And I said, what is dad, that? what do you think I would get out of the Kaminsky method starring Michael Douglas as a 77 year old man? I just like, and you know, I have varied tastes and interests, but um I just don't yes. think, and here's the thing, not a lot I could get out of that movie that I couldn't get from speaking to you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. Right. I Which I do once a quarter, so. Yeah, so. And we're done, and our time's up here, actually. Um, it's like, that to me, yeah, Only Murders in the Building was a show written specifically so you could have not charged phone calls with your man. It's like, <laughs> did you watch the latest episode? Yes, Selena Gomez is very cute. Yes, I love Nathan Lane. Who is doing steve martin's work on who is doing he's got bad work done it's as crazy. a fillers expert myself i don't have them myself yet but um yowza it's like Ugh. so that it kind is. of writing is that is actually like thank god for you the people who are writing what the people who are writing that kind of like liberal parent programming. Oh yeah. You are saving. Truly. People's. You know, my inheritance, if I have one rests solely on your writing skills. Um, and I thank okay. you. So and thankfully uh, you all went to Harvard randomly. So thank you. Thanks for doing me a solid guys. Um, okay. So I will say that I didn't really think through my last two. So I'm going to just kind of like put them out there. And these are kind of like we'll workshop. We can workshop. we can workshop them. Okay. And again, purely based on um, titles. Mm -hmm. 
So I was thinking, okay, we've got back of house, we've got front of house, right? And so like, what's a play on that? And then I thought, well, it would be like middle house, right? And so like Mm. them coming together, right? And it's like, and then I was like, is it maybe, you know how they did like, um, they did sort of like, Clueless is Emma, right? Right. Austin, whatever. Then I thought, well, what if it's uh, Middle March by George Eliot, but it's Middle okay. House, but it's a restaurant, and we kind of take those four intertwining plot lines of Middle March and kind of put them into a restaurant, and maybe the restaurant is just like in uh, England, you know. Uh, and I don't really know the plot anymore. Nobody does. Uh, nobody oh. does. And I think, I think they're expats or I think that's kind of, there's something like that. Maybe and there's, the thing is front of house and back of house, uh, the raw role chemistry that you can really play off of and the heated because Hallmark's all about, I mean, and this is what I grew up being like, this is what relationships are like. You're supposed to be an ice queen who looks down on a guy and you guys kind of have fights about it. That's what you're supposed to do. So that's what, again, all home, uh, in some way, it's that dynamic in some way. It has to be a hoity-toity woman Mm -hmm. who needs to be broken down with a working class guy with surprising depth. That's smart mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's Bruce Willis in Moonlighting. You know, we see, you know, it's, it's. Exactly. It's some of our oldest cultural expressions. Um. So anyways, okay, that's kind of, I think um, there's also in this one, there's an unrequited, there's an unrequited, which is, which is like a long lost plot twist. So that's what this one Mm. has, which is, which is, which is not common in Hallmark movies, but somebody from the past, that's, that's I love it. I love it. You're playing with the form. I love it. (laughs) Okay. And then last I have just order up okay mm-hmm. and so order up to me is a more lighthearted. whereas there's longing in middle house there's some sort of there's a pain there is uh the isolation and like your home is not your home you're away you're an expat okay there's a lot going on maybe the political reforms of some kind of or some kind of like religious order is being reformed in middle house classic classic hallmark you know moment uh in they love that shit they love that shit okay um however in order up that's more of your kind of a um it's a little more slapsticky it's a little more Uh it's Uh fun it's a romp it's you know i think in my head as i'm saying this as it's kind of coming together i i think that this is um a franchise like a fried chicken joint yeah love it, then, love it yeah and then maybe they realize how talent like that they're like we can actually open up our own place or like you oh, know they're like that's perfect something like that and then that's perfect maybe, like the hoity-toity woman is maybe like uh head of corporate at the franchise place and then she quits mm-hmm. and helps them open you know like it's like yeah. something like that something kind like of like support the girls kind exactly. of like that kind of framework exactly. yeah. Love yeah. It. yeah yeah all right that's what i got but my pitch meeting Oh, love it. I think that's great. Right. I have my last one because something that we didn't touch on is someone is always dead. <laughs> it's like, it's the yes. one way 
Yes. Because the thing is, is with a breakup is like, even if it's like, like both parties are always at fault in a breakup, no matter what. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, that's life. Yeah. You can say, oh, he cheated on me, da, da, da. You might be the aggrieved party, Why were but you both so parties frigid? are at fault. Why were you so Why frigid? Why were you so frigid? I might ask. <laughs> um, both parties are at fault because you're both human. Yeah. That's life. So the way of solving this and not having to get into the nitty gritty of why did you break up? What was the communication? What, who was, you know, whatever. Yeah, what did you guys have long-term goals that conflicted? Like, yeah. Right. One of them's dead. And then it's yeah. perfect. And then they yeah. were perfect and you were perfect and you were a perfect partner. They died. You can mourn them. They're perfect. They never had any faults because they're dead, whatever. Yeah. Someone's always dead. It's like remarkable. And so I was thinking kind of a twist on that is yeah. maybe actually. So then we have, again, a woman bartender. Now yeah. she's, she's not uptight, but she's like, she has the cool reserve of a bartender, yeah. but she's not uptight. She's fun. Mm-hmm. But she's a little aloof. Yeah, love that. And and definitely all the guys have crushes on her. Yeah, yeah. She's been hurt before. Yeah. She's been hurt before. And there is one guy in her bar. She sees him bringing in a new girl mm. every Mm-mm-mm. every night. And they 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 rib on it because he comes in sometimes with no girl and she goes, Oh, where's oh, what's up? You know, <laughs> who's the latest? Yeah. You know, whatever. They rib on it. Yeah. And then he comes in, you know. Rolled down one day, right in the holiday season. And she goes, oh, geez, maybe one of these girls finally got to you. Mm-hmm. You're looking yeah. real sad. Puppy dog, you know? Sad little doggy eyes. Yeah. Um, You know how people talk. and um, Just like that. <laughs> just like that. And he goes, yeah, one of them did get to me. My wife oh. died. Wow, and she goes. Wow, she had that on her face. She, had that her. <laughs> she did not it. know Lillian. He had no idea, and so that's why he's, he's been trying out every to night. recreate this, that uh, fill this void in his life. Wow, so that's they powerful. Talk, yeah, they talk, and then she kind of gives him space. She gives him grace. Mm. She says, "Hey." This is kind of a slow burn, which they don't really like in a Hallmark movie. She says, you know, if these girls, she said, I I know you're getting comfort from these girls. That's fine. She says, if you ever need real comfort, if you ever need someone to talk to, mm. just on the other side of the bar. And so they begin to bond and he begins to see she's not really aloof. Mm. She's, she's, she's a good listener. And yeah. so they slowly fall in love. I would say a slow burn uh, in the sense that like probably by New Year's they're together. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because that's Hallmark. They move it. It's like speed. You have to. And that sets up, I think, a lot of really good realistic expectations for people, you know, um, about what is possible. Yeah. And Um, preferable even. Yeah. And hey. You know what? We don't see them the the second the fucking camera cuts to we roll titles at the end, they're probably broken up. But we don't see that. You don't see that. No, you know? we don't. You have to decide for yourself what happens. Um, I love this. I'm gonna green light this one. And um, I think you know, you toss in 
a wacky brother or a sister oh definitely and then there's also kind of like um there's definitely gotta be like a kooky uh date that kind of or like a a, she has a really niche interest that she's embarrassed about or like a like a there's a local talent show there's some kind of thing he's like oh i didn't know you were a tap dancer and then he teases her about it you know something like that right right i think it must yeah it must be like oh you know and my wife was she was such a special woman like oh she loved fishing you don't meet a girl who loves fishing every day and then the bartender goes the the bartender goes fishing i'm as far from fishing as you can get i play the theremin you know what i mean and then (laughs) there are two opposites but they have there's a heart there that's the same I can't believe you said theremin. What the fuck? <laughs> well, that is the opposite of fishing. <laughs> Me imagining someone in the Hallmark movie <laughs> like good vibrations. Oh my god. They're like, and I actually do um, transparency. I take ink and I put on transparencies. And when there's a show at a, the local, you know, a basement show, I do the transparencies and I play the, and my friend plays it. We play the theremin. It's kind of a show. We kind of, it's kind of an experience, kind of a musical, <laughs> psychedelic sort of, you know, uh, they use, yeah. That is so funny. Um, it's Boston in 2013. Okay. Um, wow, what a great romp we've had today. Uh, I think again, these this is the kind of stories women want told. And yes. this, these are women's stories. These are, you know, stories about um wish fulfillment, gender roles. Um, and they're important to hear and they're important to make this, these, this needs to be made. You know, I want to see representation of myself as an uptight, kooky woman. I don't see that enough. You know? Yeah. Truly feel free to write any of these. Yeah. 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 Feel free. There's all no rights reserved. No yeah. rights reserved. I'm taking the mark off the trade. You guys go for it. Um, have a laugh i mean truly doing a take the thing is we could write this right now overnight and then do a table reading like two days from now and it would be on the same level i guarantee it as any if not yeah well i don't want to say it cut above but you know i think we know that um okay well stunning theme thank you kelly for bringing this into our lives um I didn't check to see if we have any more patrons. I highly doubt we do. I'm real behind on getting all your stuff. I'm sorry. I just, as I said, uh, my landlord made me cry. You know, I've got a lot going on. Um, We'll get there. I'm sorry. It is my fault. Um, Blessings. What? Yeah. We love you. We love you. We're going to have a great episode through end of the year out. I think, you know, this, we got some predictions, uh, reflections on predictions and the future as we always do. So We love it. All right. Thanks all. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Bye-bye.